Welcome to the Medicate Podcast, online and offline new. For some, they're quite different. Offline you grew up in GMRC, while online you grew up in Friendster or FB. Discover some of the whys and dualities of our online and offline interactions. This is your host, to Inspire, presented by Spring Studios Philippines. We are now at episode number two. Thank you for everyone who tuned in last Friday night for our What in the World is Netiquette podcast episode. For our new listeners, welcome to your newest cozy space on the web, the Netiquette podcast. A quick review for our online feed in the Philippines, the usual what's up and what's new. We are now in GCQ again, and we are in that part of quarantine where there's a certain level of acceptance that the Rona or this pandemic is going to stay longer than what everyone anticipated it to be. Sharing with you guys the positive things that I've been observing on my feed, people are stepping up their self-care routines and coping in various ways within the quarantine. Some are coloring their hair, some are using Korean face masks for comfort, and I've been seeing the scrumptious cookies online. I cannot wait to try one. I also bought a hanging diffuser in fresh bamboo scent, and hopefully that will brighten up my usual work days. I also observed a lot of activities popping out here and there like online church sessions, Zoom workouts, and the beautiful social media ads from our local new and upcoming businesses, some made by our closest and dearest. Of course, when I deeply internalize for what's to come, everything still feels grim. But I'll be honest and say that it gives me hope and joy to see some of us taking that entrepreneurial stride. I just wanted to appreciate those who are trying their best and hustling through these trying times. Those of you who keep at it. Naiintindihan ko na minsan gusto na lang natin tumulala sa mga nangyayari. Pero maparaan talaga ang Pinoy. One way or another, we're reinventing our careers or businesses to best fit the new normal. We're even seeing YouTube ads now about the quarantine. Most of them taking that sentimental angle and for good reason. Things are just getting tough and tougher. The big brands are adapting and anticipating for what's about to come. For us, the general public having our offline interactions limited forced a lot of us to explore the online jungle for different opportunities that will hopefully help us in our day-to-day needs within this long quarantine. Your online every day, handling your daily transactions, may it be paying bills, going to school, learning something new, or making a living. Logically, online is really the safest and most efficient way to go. We acknowledge that not everyone has access to a work-from-home home setup. But for those who have a personal laptop or computer at home and thinking about that online shift, you know what I'm talking about. Not everyone has a car and the struggle of the everyday commuter within the quarantine is crazy. Solutions are being worked on, hopefully, but we're not there yet. If you have the basic gear to work from home, what I mean is a steady Wi-Fi connection or a computer, it gets you thinking, what are the possibilities for me online? Viba, is there a career worth building in the online space? Courtesy of the coronavirus, a lot of us are forced to be instant digital natives. It's normal to be overwhelmed by this idea. Terms like transcribing, data analytics, data gathering, SEO. Some of us might be hearing this for the first time, especially those who are not in an industry that was originally functioning in the digital space. For today's hot take, we're going to walk you through the thought, online jobs. Is it time for me to 
take the leap. Today, our podcast is going to be micro-learning, sharing a simplified list of things you can ask yourself or your friends before that leap. Let's get the list started, okay? Number one, the first thing to take into account is the work and skill. First, it's important to identify what skills you have right now and check which is monetizable, which can help you earn a living online. For example, are you a Microsoft whiz? Are you great at Word, Excel, or PowerPoint? Are you a designer? Can you confidently use the Adobe softwares? Or maybe you're creative with your words. Have you written scripts or have done copywriting-related tasks before? Did you teach? Did you create a module? Have you functioned as a researcher before? Or were you a great communications officer? Maybe you're a good negotiator and were able to close amazing deals in your prior job. So it's important to ask yourself, are there services or experiences that you will be able to offer in your new online venture? List them down. List the things you think your online employer will find value in, which benefits their business and which services you can provide online. Then prepare a resume and portfolio. You can create one online to help you stand out. You can use novoresume.com. So it's N-O-V-O-R-E-S-U-M-E. And you can also create your own website where you can feature the works you've done before. You can easily do this with Wix.com for free. That's W-I-X. After identifying your skills and preparing that portfolio and resume, we researched the plethora of online opportunities available. Now for first-timers, this might be daunting. So here are three ways you can go about it. The first way is to search for established online companies. These are the ones who already have a specific service that they offer. Most of them are now planning to scale up with hopes to take advantage of the online shift and already searching for new applicants. So this is a good thing. Check their requirements. Check which opportunity that best fits your skill. Most of the time, these are online English teaching platforms, online design firms, or call centers. If you like the comfort of a well-structured and straight-to-the-point function, or you don't need to find and haggle prices with clients, this might be a good starting point for you. The second way to go is using freelancing websites. So if you're the kind of person who likes having the freedom to choose your own schedule and you want to coordinate directly to your clients to create that rapport and build a better network online, you can go to online workplaces or freelancing websites and check the opportunities there, like Upwork or onlinejobs.ph. The third way to go about this is to build your own online business. So if you know your craft well or you're an expert and understand exactly what service you want to offer online, you can just start on your own. Decide how you want to transform your current skill or expertise into a packaged form of specific services. You can decide what you would call it, how can the person paying you benefit, and figure out why this socially distanced online alternative is valuable for your customer. Now in this one, you're going to do all the research, promotion, and structuring of this product or service that you will be creating. So it's going to be riskier, but it's a way to innovate and this definitely is an idea worth exploring. Imagine how many people you can help within your industry if you're the first person to figure out the socially distanced alternative of your offline work. So quick recap, you can find an established online company to work for, you can do freelancing, or you can innovate for an online business idea. So after deciding what skills you have and what work you want to do online, you have to ask yourself about number two, the gear. If there's one thing 
thing I've learned working from home, it's that it means you are your own IT department. I'm not scaring you. The point is, in a way, you are accountable to function in your working hours efficiently. And it comes to a point that the power interruption or intermittent internet will not be accepted as an excuse. There's a lot of technicality here that's best checked with the companies you will be applying for or the skill or work that you will offer online. But for now, as we are micro-learning together, let's tackle the basic things to consider, okay? So the first one is Wi-Fi, your upload and download speed. Does your job require you to have a video meeting? Is it the main function of your work? If so, it means that it's going to eat a lot of data and it's safe to say that you have to test it out. Check it with a friend or two if your connection is reliable or if you need to upgrade your Wi-Fi plan. Are there files that you need to upload or download? And are these files heavy or are they just light Microsoft documents? A reliable internet connection is basic online due diligence. So watch out for this and be ready for the need to upgrade if required by your work company or employer. The second one is laptop or computer specs. The important thing here is to align your computer specs with the work you will do. Take into account what specs you currently have and be humble enough to ask around. Ask your IT friends or consult with a computer shop. Ultimately, base the gear in the necessity of your chosen work. Okay, so we've covered the work and the gear. Now, let's go over number three, the stigma. Name the lines you've heard against online work and I will tell you I have heard it. Mahirap yun, online work. Parang hindi na nakapahinga. Paano yun? Tumatawag sa'yo boss mo, 12 a.m. na. Hindi pa papalaro na ako nun. Wala, hindi ko kayang daming temptation sa bahay. Parang wala akong office mate nun. Parang hindi ko kaya. Of course, to each their own. If you're a person who doesn't see the need for this in your life, feel free to disregard the information. But if you're someone or you know someone who needs this opportunity for those who are yearning to be a more present parent with their kid or someone who has a senior citizen or high-risk individual at home and want to keep them safe from corona or for that person who wants to learn something new or have a more flexible source of income. Point is, what's wrong with trying something new? My tip for any kind of stigma is break it. Break down your preconceived notions of online work. If it's alien for you, it's going to take a while to convince yourself and it's okay. Some of your current stigmas could be scams, work and no pay, getting fired, or that there's zero stability. While these are possibilities, the same goes for any kind of work. I've had my own shares of these internet opportunity scares that actually happened to me. But I have worked in both online and offline settings, and in both the private and public sectors. And what I can say from my personal experience is that there's good and bad points for any of these. Check this perspective. Reality is, there's a plethora of things that can destabilize industries within and after this pandemic. We are seeing the greatest shift right now. Industries that we have never seen struggled before are now laying off people. Titans or big companies that we used to bet on in the stock market are plummeting. It's obvious that this pandemic is shaping our world differently every single day. Learning a skill or two online or understanding online work itself will ultimately benefit you as we slowly move forward to the actual new normal, which is ever-changing and constantly grappling with how or when the world contains corona. This makes online work a reasonable form of making a living that you can explore right now. That's it. 
these tips, they are very general. And our realities, they're all different. But I hope I sparked some thoughts in you that can help you through your own. Feel free to share this episode to a friend who's pondering about this for a while or take this as a sign to read up more and check again what opportunities the online world has in store for you. And that's it for today's thoughts, tips, and tea to inspire lugging out. 